Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On The Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On The Mark, Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show. Oh, my gosh. You look like a leader over there. (laughs) I know. Isn't that amazing? Attend a leadership seminar. What wonders it's done for you. One day and I come back. I'm a natural born leader. I just want to follow you wherever you go. (laughs) Yes. I learned how to do a new job description and get my resume in order. (laughs) Once I told them what I did and how I did it, they said the only hope for you, Mark, is... Get your uh, resume together. Yeah. Have you considered (laughs) seeking a job somewhere? All right, welcome on board, everybody. Yeah, I did take a day off yesterday to attend the seminar, so we thank Carrie Albright for coming in. Great show yesterday. Did listen to it. That is posted on our podcast page. So nice, vibrant discussion about a wide range of topics, so uh, we appreciate that. We have a guest in our studio, so we're going to introduce her in just one quick moment. But I wish to tell you that On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please check them out at sunburymotors.com. After 20 minutes or so, our toll-free line will be open. It's one We can talk about the topic du jour at that time, electric or some other topic. Uh, You can email us at onthemarket.com now if you so choose. And you can text us at 70236. I'm going to fire up the text uh, program, the Text Connect program, and and we'll have that going very shortly. Well, with that, we welcome to the studio Tracy Witter, Regional Affairs Director for PPL Electric Utilities. Uh, To be clear, they are not the folks who generate the electricity, but they bring it to you. Make sure they're all the poles and wires. And uh, I, I just think they've done a fantastic job lately uh, doing this electronic switching, I call it. We used to have, if we had a power outage up here, we knew we'd be out for a couple of hours. Now, uh, a, a two, three, four, five, six-minute outage is very common. So, uh, I mean, it, when you have an outage. so And uh, we know it's uh, switching because lots of other folks still might not well, have they, power. They did it for sure. Shimoka Nambura, we had an issue where we had uh, major intersections go out, and I talked to uh, Tracy, and she was able to get PPL to agree to put in one of their sophisticated, high-powered switchers, which would cut out four of the six power outages we've had. You did that for him? No, for the <laughs> Borough Shimokan Dam. Welcome aboard, Tracy. Thanks for coming in. Yeah, thanks for having me. I really do appreciate it. You know, electric utilities come up so often around here. So I think we'll ask you to start at the beginning. I gave you a little thumbnail of what PPL Electric Utilities is. People may think it's just that old Shimokan Dam plant and a bunch of wires. That's that's the worst glimpse of it, really. PPL Electric Utilities is much, much bigger now. Tell us what And they it don't is. generate. Right. Yeah, that's correct. It's good that you recognize that. So we are a company that serves 1.4 million customers throughout 29 counties in the state of Pennsylvania. Uh, We pride ourselves in delivering reliable service, and I guess the recent example here of Shimokan Dam is one of those. 
we uh, became aware of the issue in a busy area and had our reliability engineers look into it, pull together a team of people, and were able to install some devices um, that you referred to, smart grid right. devices. So mm -hmm. we believe these devices, the number of devices that we have in our service territory is unrivaled in the electrical distribution arena. Uh, we, since 2015, have avoided, through the use of smart grid devices, one million outages. Wow. Yes. And <laughs> we, we talked about that. And again, we think that is unrivaled in the industry. So we have a commitment to providing reliable service. I think this past year, you probably even w recognized it more. There were 42 storms throughout our 29-county service territory, and our reliability scores are in the top quartile in the nation. So we have very committed linemen who go out during all types of weather, middle of the night, to restore power uh, to those areas where the smart grid devices might have not, you know, been able to avoid the outage. And if you know anything about PPL, you'll know that if you call their toll-free hotline number to report a power outage, they're happy to send electronic updates to you and tell you how it's going. Uh, what I love is, my, my favorite is the one that at 3 o'clock in the morning when the power comes back on, they call me to tell me it came back on. <laughs> I, I kind of know it came back on, <laughs> but I appreciate it nonetheless. That's the 1-800-DIAL-PPL number? Right. right. You can also get a text message sent to you. So we've really um, improved over the past few years how we communicate with our customers. Well, not only that, but you've also done a lot with respect to something that seems so simple and mundane, and that's tree trimming. Yeah, that's. I'm glad you brought that up. So in addition to the technology that we've used, we have a aggressive, we call it our vegetation management program. And while it's sometimes not the most popular with our customers, we want to emphasize that the number one cause of outages is trees falling on lines. And since 2011, when we started with a very methodical tree trimming program, we've seen a 30% reduction in outages as just a result of the tree trimming. So couple that with smart grid devices, and you can see why we're in the top quartile in the United States for reliability. Well, and you encourage municipalities at the same time to do the same thing. If the uh, trees are on their right of way and are approaching, we did the Monroe Township did a yeoman's job on County Line Road making sure that trees just weren't near the wires even if they weren't in PPL's area so that, that it's important that you did that. If someone hears a, a global conversation, not a local conversation, says, well, our electric grid is aging, it's vulnerable, it's, you know, it's outdated, it doesn't have enough capacity, you're here to tell us that that's not true locally. Right. Locally, um, in fact, I was at a conference last week for the Pennsylvania Township Supervisors Association in Hershey, and I sat in on a session from the Department of Environmental Protection, DEP, and they were talking about electric vehicles. And one of the first things that he um, tried to dispel was that the grid is not ready. So he just sort of across the state said it's ready, but I can specifically speak to PPL and kind of going back to those investments, investments we have made in technology and infrastructure. So when you see our teams out there and contractors replacing wooden transmission poles with the steel monopoles, know that that is to improve your reliability. They're much more resistant to wind and weather 
Um, every time we do a restoration project like that, where we're upgrading the lines, we're also upgrading the cables at the same time. So we monitor our capacity and our reliability on a daily basis, and we are very well prepared for the additional load that we might see from electric vehicles specifically. Well, one of the things that's made the news recently, just in the last day or so, has been a proposed $32 rate increase for electricity. Uh, PPNL does not control the amount of um, cost for the actual power you distributed to us, and you have a set cost for that. But over and above that, and that's where the price increase is coming in, isn't it? It's not through distribution, it's through the power itself. Right, Joe. So if you look at your electric bill, you can see there's one portion is energy, the other portion is distribution. Our distribution rate is what we can control, and that price has not changed. What's changed, and it changes every six months, we go to auction for energy prices. And that is the component, the cost of energy, that PPL, we cannot we cannot control that. That is determined by market conditions such as inflation and specifically the rising cost of natural gas. We are bringing the best price that we can get to our customers at no profit to PPL. There is no markup on that cost. The good news is that in Pennsylvania, prices, you know, that at least with electric, you have the option to shop and not pay that price. So we're trying to sh share with our customers, go to papowerswitch.com and you can enter, see where you live, what providers you have, and get a lower rate than what we call our price to compare, which is our default rate. And again, we make no profit off of that rate. You just pass the power on with no markup. Correct. Right. But the the problem that I see with that is that there's so many offers, and, and it's a great idea. I, I, I was talking to her before we started the program. I do shop for electricity, and I've switched my providers quite a few times. But I noticed the last time, I, I can't find a way if I go back, if you actually have a better price, I can't figure out how to go back to PP&L paying your default price. Yeah, the best thing to do is just to call us. Call 1-800-DIAL-PPL and we can we can help you with but that. But you're not one of the deals. You know, there ought to be a little bar there that says return to PPL. Yeah. <laughs> Base price. An escape button. <laughs> but, but seriously, how many, I was astounded to read in the paper, I think, or maybe I heard it on the radio, how few people actually do shop for electricity. Yeah, I think the people that take our default rate is somewhere in the 60, 60, 63%. Yeah. So, you know, we encourage people to do that we're lucky that we live in a state state that's been deregulated and people can shop for their electricity and how much can people save if they do shop for electricity well I think it just depends I mean Joe here he said he shops for his I think it's a good few couple cents you know right now we're gonna be at uh, 13 well, cents so I just locked in I think 10.5 for a year okay so that well maybe a month ago I did that so well, Joe's a nerd though he's not a typical customer I mean he literally collects coins it's not that not that hard it's not <laughs> I, that hard I know I we shop for electricity as well <laughs> what about uh, certain brokerages like ambit do you have a, a recommendation or a, a not recommendation for something like that it might be the kind of thing you might not have an opinion specifically well we don't give specific recommendations we just ask you to look at the terms, you know, whether it's a variable rate or fixed rate, and make sure there's no cancellation 
fees. And that goes for everybody, right. not just right. that. So go named. again, PA, PA Power Switch. Yeah, PA Power Switch spells out right on the offer what the terms are and whether or not there's a fee for early cancellation and if there is, what that fee is. I mean, if you can read, you can figure this out. It's not that hard. But, you know, you, you've tried to get people to do this. What do you think their hesitancy is? I think they it's just one more thing they feel like they have to manage. You know, it's a time issue. But again, if, if it's important enough to you to save three or four cents a kilowatt hour, I think that I, we, we encourage it. We can save a hundred bucks a year, so right. it really adds up. I, you know, when we shop for electricity, you know, and I, I've gone through a lot of different machinations of this. We know we're saving because a lot of the places would say if you had stayed where you were, you'd still be paying this. So it, it really pays off. But may, let me ask you this question: the thirty people are going to see that thirty-two dollars likely price increase. They are not the people who have shopped for electricity. If they've locked something in, that's not going to change, right? That's right. That's right. So if you already are shopping and you have a lower rate than what we call our price to compare, which is this default rate we're talking about, your, your costs are going to stay the same. Because again, our distribution charge has not changed. We have to go to the PUC, the Public Utilities Commission, to request an increase to that. And we haven't done that in years. What does PPL want us to do? Do you want us to conserve electricity or use more? Yeah, we really encourage people. <laughs> Why? To, well, <laughs> uh, you know, we, they don't we're generate looking, it. <laughs> right. Well, we're looking out for the best for our customers. And I tell people all the time to go to our website, and it's called savewithppl.com. And my favorite part about that landing page is it says 80 tips to saved energy, and they're divided by categories. So right now, you might want to look at the cooling categories with the summer months coming, and there are some very simple things you can do to save money. So every time you decrease your air condition your increase your air conditioner temperature by one degree you'll save two percent on your energy bill just the other simple thing to do is to set your water heater to 120 degrees that one simple thing you can save a lot of money on your energy bill so we have a variety of tips there to help people of course led all led bulbs turning off lights when you're not in a room, fans, we always say fans, ceiling fans, cool people, not rooms, so turn <laughs> them off when you're not in the room. So we Save, what's the website again? It's savewithppl.com. What right. about people who are installing um, solar panels on their roof, and are you getting much uh, electricity that you have to buy back from people under those circumstances? Uh, we're starting to see that increase. I can tell you that the number of installs, the number of residential homes and businesses, particularly in this region, is high. And I think that's because there's a lot of land. And uh, But we are well prepared for that. Again, I think we see ourselves as the utility of the future. We have what we call distributed energy resource management. So that's a system that we have engineers that monitor every day the two-way power flow that's now we're seeing. So before it was just one way. Now with solar, we have a two-way power flow. So we're monitoring all of that. Um, and we're making sure that our systems are prepared in terms of a backup. So if you think about Hawaii, do you remember hearing about all the brownouts in Hawaii? Sure, in California too. Right. So what happened is they had so much solar, you know, they have a lot of sunshine. And then on a cloudy day, their systems, their infrastructure wasn't built to withstand being 
again, say the backup when their solar wasn't able to generate power to then all these homes were tapping into the system and they weren't prepared. We believe we are very well prepared for any type of situation like that. Fantastic. All right, we're going to take a quick break, but we're going to keep talking to Tracy Witter, Regional Affairs Director for PPL, highly informed on what the utility's been up to. PPL Utilities is the wires and poles and all those electronic switching devices, and they do have a fee that they charge folks to to take electricity from the generators and give it to you, but they've been preparing for all kinds of eventualities and dealing with these solar hookups, and you see more of the solar fields around here these days, and there's more coming, so they're, they're, they're ready for for that. Uh, you can email us at on the market WKOK.com. You can call us 1 800 795 9565. You can also text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing, they can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full, new, and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. Electricity, electricity. Every room can now be lit with just a electricity. All right, yeah, we we thank the Tennessee Valley Authority for hooking up everybody to every room. Shocking how Kevin finds this. Uh, what? <laughs> what? 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 Yeah. All right, thank you. Uh, Smart Grid. We're talking about that with Tracy Witter, Regional Affairs Director at PPL. Uh, we touched on it off mic. This idea that outages are shorter, and uh, you used to see PPL crews driving up and down County Line Road looking up uh, at the wires, looking for a broken wire. You don't have to do that as much anymore. Right. With those smart grid devices I was talking about earlier, it identifies exactly the location of an outage. So our linemen, just the time that they save there um, helps decrease the length of your outage because they can go right to where the problem is. And they use, they have laptops in their vehicles. So And that finds it, that they can track it that way. Let's talk about electric vehicles. Joe had an article that he brought in, about a decade old article, talking about how we just can't handle electric vehicles. If everybody gets an EV, we'll be in big trouble. Uh, people PPL is ready to say you're here for anybody that wants to get an electric vehicle. Yeah, we um, we have a very robust transmission and distribution system that will allow the support and the growth of electric vehicle use um, so that people can charge those. And again, all of the updates we've made to our infrastructure and to the technology, we are prepared and ready in terms of capacity and reliability to serve those customers. And so it's, uh, in many cases, it's not a 24-7 surge. It's like everybody plugs in the vehicle at the same time. People use a lot of electricity during the day for their lives and industries and businesses and so on, and then at night for charging vehicles. So this is just going to kind of round out the clock. 
Yeah, that's one thing that's being discussed is time of use, we call it. So um, there's still discussions about time of use rates. So we'll probably, again, can't predict into the future what will happen, but there's been discussions about making sure that we encourage our customers to charge at, at night. Well, we're all familiar with miles per gallon. What are we going to do here, miles per kilowatt? So the way that we're trying to explain this to our customers is that if you have an EV, an electric vehicle and it's the size of, the comparison is if it's the size of a Honda Civic or a Chevy Volt, which I drive for PPL, it will be the equivalent of about $1.25 a gallon to charge the vehicle. And that's based on the average cost and they're saying the average cost is 14 cents per kilowatt hour. Well, ours is going to be effective June 1st, 12 cents. So it's still below the average cost. And you can get it for less expensive if you shop around. <laughs> That's right. So So you're still saving money in the long run for an electric vehicle. They tend to cost more. I don't I know. I was going to say if you can afford the $60,000, $75,000 to buy one. Well, they're only about $10,000 more per car now. So, yeah, 60 is a, is a Tesla, but you can get a you can get a Chevy Volt for 30-something. Yeah. So, I mean, if you wanted to, if, if you wanted to go that route. And fortunately, it's a new technology. But as this grows, PPL says we're here to help handle this. Yeah, so I'd like to just explain to um, your listeners how this would work. So if you're an individual and you say, I want to purchase an electric vehicle. So you're going. your first thoughts are, where am I going to charge it? So the first thing you might think of is, I need to charge it at home. So the PPL's role in that is... You need to call and let us know, just as if you were adding additional load to your home, buying a new heat pump, installing central air. A major consumer kind of thing. Right. You're at increasing your load. So what we would do is if you called our 800 number, 1-800-DIAL-PPL, we would have one of our technicians see how much you're currently using per month, make an estimate of what you will be using by adding this additional load, and then we will perhaps need to update your transformer that serves you, or maybe you have an old meter base. So it's you don't have to call us, but it's probably a good idea. If you start, if you don't call us and you start to see your lights dim, there's probably an infrastructure upgrade that we could make. Well, won't you have to have changes inside your house too? Somebody, an electrician, will have to come in and put in a new uh, breaker or. Well, again, that's what we will assess, and if we have to make upgrades to our equipment, that's of no cost to the customer. So it's best to call us ahead of time versus if you call us after you're experiencing problems. But you do need, there. my understanding is there's two different levels or three different levels of chargers. So first is called level one. We have all this information on our website, by the way. If you go to pplelectric.com and just search for electric vehicles, we have a page that talks about the three levels of charging stations. The first charging station is simple. You just plug it into a regular yeah, outlet. Yeah, 110. Yes. But most people, the, the downside to that is that it takes a longer time to charge the vehicle. So if you have a hybrid like I do, which is the Chevy Volt, it runs on gasoline and a charge. And once the, char once the charge is depleted, then it runs on gasoline. That on a level one charging station is like eight to 25 hours to charge. So most people, what they're probably going to do is say, I need to install a level two charging station in my home. 
and or a business location. And that's what I use at PPL. We have one of those. And that only takes about one to three hours for a hybrid. It takes longer, four to eight. And it's 220. It is 220. So now they, they cost... Like your a, dryer or a big air conditioner. Right. So they cost about $1,000 to install that level two. Level three is the public stations you see. Now, at this <clears> point, PPL is not involved in installing charging stations. We're letting the free market and industry dictate that. However, we are here to help with that because you'll need a power source to those public stations. For example, at Buckhorn, there's a Tesla charging station that we helped with. We helped get power to that station for them. So that is PPL's role. Our role is to make sure we have the infrastructure and we get the power that you need to your charging stations. All right, and you are gearing up, doing work, planning, hoping for, and, and hooking folks up as, as needed. We, yeah, again, we're the utility of the future. We have a working tax force who is, who is looking at this exact topic daily and you know making sure that our website has up-to-date information well, you know, on when it. we pump gas we're all familiar with the uh, digital counter going up as we put more gas in and telling us what the cost is how is that going to work with a charging station a commercial charging station as far as you know I I'm not well versed in the technology of how that will work I think you know the, we're gonna see a lot of development in the free market just with these charging stations and uh, the cost of it isn't determined yet anything else you'd like to tell us that you'd like to add we didn't ask <laughs> no I just want to reiterate to our customers that we care about our customers we want to make sure you have reliable power and to please shop for that energy portion of your bill all right well thank you so much we really appreciate you coming in I had asked uh, what's what's the average home what's the power uh, consumption of the average home uh, or the uh, incoming service I thought it was 200 amps and everybody said no that's too high what's average well it's I, the average use is a thousand kilowatt hours per month okay and what about the average service on a home if you happen to have that you don't know that by <laughs> by heart okay uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, It had to do with this electric vehicle conversation that we were having. I thought that the average home had 200 amp services, but everybody told me well, that's too high. Anybody with well, an electric dryer has to have at least 220 coming through the door. Right, yeah. 220, yeah. but that's separate. Right. You were going to say one more sentence? No, no, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> well, please come back, Tracy. Fascinating yes, information. I, I really, yeah, it's great. I, I find this of great interest and would have 100 more questions if you did come back and we could reiterate some of the progress in the areas you've spoken spoken about Tracy Witter, Regional Affairs Director for PPL. We'll be back with open phones at 906. This is WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. On the mark, sponsor of the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line now open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. That's 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemark at wkok.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM if you want to talk about uh, PPL, electric utility. 
at least one of our listeners sent us an email uh, specifically for Tracy, so we will forward that to her and hopefully get an answer, and uh, our good uh, listener will have that answer, and we can talk about that. Uh, it talks about transitioning some individuals uh, from Citizens Electric to PPL, and so I'm sure there was a uh, there's a full backstory with that that we'll try to snag. Uh, and uh, let's see, yesterday had a vibrant discussion with Carrie Albright about uh, the leak from the U.S. Supreme Court of an abortion ruling that's uh, coming up related to a Mississippi case, so maybe you'd like to talk about that. 1-800-795-9565. Email on the mark at WKOK.com. Text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. We do have some brief news headlines. Knobles Groves Amusement Resort is their old name. Now they just call themselves Knobles, but they're packing in the pay and bennies to get more workers. They have a workhouse open house, a work open house tomorrow to try to attract more individuals, and they're busing people from Bloomsburg, Shamoka, Mount Carmel, and Sunbury who want to work at Knobles and maybe don't want to drive every day or to the open house. They're giving free entry to other parks, a lot of benefits and discounts and uh, special rates and scholarships for individuals that sign up to work for Knobles. They're looking for team members. Knobles.com for more information. The Taylor Lightman was on WKOK's On the Mark uh, the other day and talked about the River Road Holiday. We're opening it up for people to walk, bike, stroll, skateboard, wheel. A lot of people from Murderwoods like to come on their wheelchair. It's just a beautiful stretch of road that's riverfront. It's just a fabulous opportunity. People love it. They love to be in that space. And I wish we could do it more than once a year. He was on WK. Okay, Sunrise. Yes, Joe's 100% right. After being jailed for holding a woman at gunpoint, the newly named Northumberland County Prison acting deputy warden has been fired. David McCoy uh, let go after a meeting this week. It was 100 years uh, since Joe McGranahan and some of his uh, friends uh, formed the Sunbury Chamber of <laughs> Commerce, and they held an anniversary yesterday. It's been 100 years, and the best days are ahead. The Greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce celebrated over a century of serving the area Wednesday during its 101st annual meeting. There are people from all walks of life, from large businesses to financial institutions to hospitals to uh, our uh, social service providers, and it's together that we are strong, and it's together we get really great things done in this community. We're really thankful for that. That was State Representative Linda Schlegel-Culver, who, along with fellow representatives Kurt Mosser and David Rowe, presented the chamber with a 100th anniversary citation. The chamber was first formed as the Sunbury Chamber of Commerce August 10, 1921, and relocated to Shemokin Dam in the 1990s to expand its services. Then in the 2000s, it merged with the Union County, Danville, and Brush Valley Chambers of Commerce to form the Greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber. The chamber was recently named Chamber of the Year in 2019 by the Pennsylvania Association of Chamber Professionals. Community leader and former Bucknell University President Gary Soika was then asked how the chamber moves on from the pandemic and says there has and will be sweeping changes from it, but it's made America better. Because if Americans are characterized by one thing, it's their ambition, their tendency to be frugal at times, and their creativity. And change is going to favor the people who have those qualities. That's what American commerce is about. Soika hinted at one initiative that's next as the Janet Wise Children's Hospital at Geisinger will soon announce a fundraising campaign. 
Chamber officials also announced it's now debt-free thanks to a $100,000 donation. The Chamber also handed out its annual awards, and we have that list at WKOK.com. Matt Catrillo, News Radio 1070, WKOK. Something new. I'm sorry. Thank you. I have a, <laughs> a handkerchief hanging off my microphone. In my microphone. I'm trying to, <laughs> I broke it, so I'm trying to fix it here. It's just temporary. And don't point it out on the air would be the old rule. Well, I didn't Joe know McGrenhan. you were turning the microphones back on at exactly that moment. <laughs> Finally, Carrie alluded to it several times. It's true we can really outrun death. New research says walking fast can slow down the aging process. A British study of nearly a half million people finds those who walk fast have younger DNA. They found speed walkers had healthier chromosomes that appeared biologically younger than slow walkers, which translates to better skin, hair, bones, and overall health. The study appeared in the journal Nature. But that begs the question, Joe, is it their younger DNA that encourages them to make them feel great when they walk fast? Or is it walking fast that gives them younger DNA? I think it's the question of the ages. Which came first, the chicken or the egg? No, it's not that at all. <laughs> all right, let's go to the phones. one 800 795 we got three callers standing by. We'll start out with Eric. Eric, what's on your mind today? Thank you to Tracy for uh, wonderful information about PPNL. Um, just some cautionary tales. Uh, this is my personal experience. PPNL will not call you folks to change your energy supplier. If someone calls you and say they're representing PPNL or affiliated with PPNL, it is simply a slick salesman trying to get you to switch, by which they'll get a nice commission and almost guaranteed you're not going to get the best rate. So PPNL is not going to call you. Okay. Also, there's a bunch of letters going on a couple of years, three years ago. Maybe you guys got one where it says your your uh, energy company has determined we've been overcharging you and we want to make that right. Again, that is nothing but a scam. Uh, let the buyer beware. Right, no. <laughs> and if you ask him that, I've had that call so many times. And I said to the guy, I've had several carriers. Which one has overcharged me? And they don't have an answer. <laughs> well, and I have one. Uh, we got a letter that's saying if you get a slick call from a guy named Eric, he's a slick no shot. <laughs> He's a slick shyster, <laughs> and we should watch out for him. And who calls us first today? But I always like the ones who have an obvious Indian or Pakistani accent, and they say, hello, my name is Charlie. Okay. <laughs> you know yeah. their name isn't Charlie. Well, anyway. Pretty much, if your phone, when you pick it up and it's blank, all of a sudden it goes, boop. Yep. Hang on, because that's some sort of telemarketer or something. But anyway, I know there's other callers. Um if you have an end date, make sure, make sure that you contact that company or switch to a different company prior to that end date because every contract I've seen has a little clause at the end saying, if you do not switch by the, or if you do not change or call us back by the end of your contract, we will keep providing you energy because we're, we're nice people. Yep. <laughs> but we'll, be, we'll, we'll throw you onto the open market, which is typically about 50% more per kilowatt hour. And that happened to my dad last fall. Uh, and all of a sudden we saw his energy rate going up because I helped him with this bill. And I thought initially it was just because it was hitting fall, more more power and everything. But no, no. The, you check the rate on the back of the bill and it had jumped almost 50%. Yeah. So, so these nice companies who want to sell you cheaper energy will also 
jack you up in the end if you don't so watch what they're doing. Well, they're promotional rates. I mean, I've had that. I missed one deadline, and all of a sudden I got a really large power bill, and I realized that I had let something lapse. You know, and it. you're right, Eric, it often is a substantial increase. I've been letting things lapse for a long time, and it's, <laughs> it's, it's got to end. Thank you so much, Thanks, Eric. Thanks, Eric. Appreciate your call. Thanks, Dylan. Appreciate that. Uh, Bob, next caller from Northumberland, talking about PPL. Good morning, sir. Thanks for calling in. Hello. Yep. Hello. Yes. Go ahead. Um, a couple of questions for PPNL. Uh, maybe you can answer me. You know, something when you go drive drive along the road, there's lights on to the pole. Some of them on the top. Yep, that's part of their smart grid technology, monitoring poles that have power flowing through them and which ones don't. Okay. Next question. Um, they said about this. Um, you know, call these extra service and get free. What I call. Uh, you know, reduce your rate. <clears throat> a couple of years ago, they did that, and the bids went out. And what happened? I don't know if it was in the cold or the uh, warm, but they used more current, and everybody's uh, power bill went up three times at a time. Oh yeah, they that, they curtailed that a long time ago. Yeah, that was uh, heat storage devices. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. The other they, thing I have, okay. you know, they trim the trees nice. I understand that, but everything they trim is yours. Oh, they leave the clippings and so on there? Everything. Yeah. Okay. I had a tree taken down. It was on my property. It looked like it was leaning toward the, the line. They took it down. It cost me $500 to take it away. And there's another tree that's exactly more closer to the, the par line than that, and they didn't touch it. Well, I think maybe a vulnerability is a factor. Did you check with them by chance? No, but they, they did the bid, and then they were gone. They, they estimated a year in advance that they were coming. Oh, wow. <laughs> Anyhow, I'll just let you know. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry. Yeah, we'll be there in June of 2023 to trim your trees. So make, make sure you're there. <laughs> All right, Chris, last caller before a quickie break. Go right ahead. You're on the mark. Yeah, uh, you're going to send uh, forward that to Terry, my email. Tracy, uh, yep. Tracy, was it? Oh, sorry. Tracy. Yeah, uh, it was from the... Railroad bridge fire. The electric line did since the electric went down. Uh, I got you. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then the last time I called about a question about the, what was on my bill, well, my bill isn't the same as everybody else's because they were still giving me citizens electric, and they I think they had to until they do a price increase, which she says they haven't done so in years. So uh, it might be a while. Okay. Well, that's for distribution. And price increases are on the uh, supply side. Well, PPL utilities yeah, can ask for an increase. But she said they haven't have done it in years. They have to go. The, yeah, they have to go to the PUC for that. Yeah, they have to charge. Yeah. So in order to do that, they have to get my rate raised from what it was with Citizens Electric. They have to go to PUC, and it's not worth doing for 31 customers because it costs <laughs> them more to apply for it. So until they do it for the whole area. I'm locked into Citizens Electric prices, I believe, is how it works. But finding somebody who knows something about Citizens Electric and us 31 people doesn't work very well uh, when you call up their regular information line. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, about if, if people who uh, are calling up and saying that, that uh, it's murdering babies abortion, uh, we didn't. I didn't hear that. Have you heard that, Joe? Yeah, we have people. Oh, some people said that. Okay. Yes. Uh, ask them what they think the punishment would be if in uh, in the twenty six states they'll be outlawing it soon, probably. What should the, be the punishment for the mother, the doctor, 
or the abortionists, the friends and relatives who help arrange it, who all conspire to murder a baby. Should, which ones get the electric, get capital punishment or uh, the electric chair, and which ones get 20 to life? And if it's considerably less than that, then maybe they don't really think it's murder. You're always saying I take things to extremes. You just did that. I didn't take any. <laughs> yes, you did. He's just asking. No one's question. going. No I'm one's going asked, to do that. No one's going to do that. No one's going to do well, that. Well, ask them what they think it should be, and if it's really murder, why is it so much less? Just ask them. Okay. All right. If yeah. If they it's really a, believe their own words. Maybe it'll just be That's a manslaughter charge. <laughs> maybe it'll just be a and, manslaughter uh, charge. Joe keeps talking about uh, referring to the, the the leak and how important it is to find that. It is. What effect that has, has. And I don't see much importance about it all, but I did read that the Republicans got a talking point to don't don't say anything about abortion when you comment on this. To talk about the leak and how terrible it is. So you're just spouting uh, Republican talking points. So in other words, you're not at all concerned that, that, have, that the Supreme Court has a leaker. You don't think that's worth considering at all. That that's not surprising. I, that's not what I said, Joe. You said I you said see I very little. Imp- very important one way or another. Why not? It's been because a tradition. So one person leaked it, and if you want to find them and punishment for it. Uh, whatever the punishment is, I don't believe it's illegal, actually. What but do you it think might... it is? What? What do you think it is if it's not illegal? Well, I don't think there's a law against uh, against it. It might be a violation of uh, of ethics uh, for a lawyer, or uh, if they're a lawyer who did it. Well, that's usually but who works at the Supreme Court. I don't know court. for sure, and I, I guess you don't know either since you're asking me. Well, I don't know who leaked. If I knew who leaked, I'd know what they were. I know no, who it but was. I, but you don't know what the punishment should be or what law they violated. Well, I've correct? heard them say that they're going to be discharged immediately if they find them. Okay, uh, that, that's fine. That's one person. And uh, it's really not much worth talking about in terms of... Uh, the issues involved. But if you if and you look at the, the way, motive behind the it, first time it's happened. What about the motive behind it? Don't you think that that's something that we should be considered? Well, that goes into uh, sentencing no, if there's a crime. Really. I don't see why it makes a difference whether it was a Democrat calling because they wanted the, uh, the, to let Democrats know that it was going so they could organize around it and increase their organization, or if it was a Republican doing it because they. Uh, they thought it would help their side well, motive, because they, they were getting things done. Who your, knows? Your I motive know. is a factor in sentencing. I say it's likely a Democrat or at least somebody who doesn't believe abortion should be outlawed, whether they're Democrat or Republican. Well, the motive but of the person matters it, because it, the motive of the person matters because uh, if a crime is has been committed and there's absolutely no evidence that any crime is committed, they have so few rules that relate to how they behave and what they do that are written down. They have ethics rules, but there's no you know direct indication that this is any sort of a criminal rule. But motive goes into that. If you go into a, if you accidentally shoot somebody while you're hunting and everybody's having fun, you're shooting Mark. That's a much different crime than if you go into a store to rob it and you shoot somebody. Motive matters, so that is a big factor. Chris, we'll let you wrap up. Uh, Mark, that's it, it, that's taking things to extreme there. Oh. All of a sudden, uh, <laughs> a leak. 
There you a go. A leak to a newspaper is the equivalent of uh, shooting somebody. It's just a metaphor, that's all, or did an it, illustration. Did it, did it reveal anything we didn't know before? Well, I'll tell you, I know who leaked it, and I'll tell you after the break. So uh, I found you do. It, yep, I, I, I have I, I have some very solid non-evidence, and I'm going to reveal it oh, shortly. I thought, I thought maybe you'd gone to a seer and they told you. No, I might have. That might have been it. So, <laughs> Hey, thank you, sir. Thanks for calling in, Chris. And ask that question. When they start saying it's murdering babies, you ask them that question. What should okay. be the penalty? All right. Sounds Thank great. Well, much. I'll recommend the death penalty, so I hope they uh, start that. Well, he All answered right. Chris's question, whether or not it's illegal. It depends on the origin of the leak and whether any crimes were committed in obtaining the document, such as hacking into an unauthorized computer. So it could well be a criminal matter. Right, I said if it is a crime. So why does why do you have to read all that? Well, I said I mean, that's you're talking about a penalty, and I'm saying if a crime has occurred. I didn't say a crime did occur. Well, it says I didn't drafts, say a crime didn't occur. Well, let me finish here. Drafts of Supreme Court opinions are not classified <sighs> right. documents like national security files. Hurry up. Uh, let's see. Meaning their right, disclosure will not thought. automatically trigger a criminal investigation. All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full new and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. All the all the low hanging fruit power songs that he can think of. <laughs> Kevin Hur is back, our great producer. We missed him for a show and a half, but he is back, and with appropriate bumper music. Just a fabulous guy around here, known as the suit on the Steve Jones Show. Uh, but uh, he's the hardest working guy in the whole building, so we're always glad that he is on board. Uh, time for what's on Stan's mind. Go ahead, sir. I'm going to surprise Eric today. I agree with him. What? Anytime you get any type of power notification about changing power, it's usually a scam. Oh. Or at least you're going to get screwed in the end. But yeah, that being said, as far as solar, my panels are working pretty good. My last bill of the electricity was only a dollar something. It costs more for the customer charge than it was for the electricity on my bill. So... I mean, I, I guess everybody gets a customer charge every month, whether you're putting power back into the grid or not. You still get that charge. That's the distribution charge, Stan. No, 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 it's not. No, no, it's a customer charge. Distribution charge is part of the electricity charge. That's what I'm saying. The customer charge was $16, I think it was. Yeah, come on, and then Joe. Yeah. Then you, then you had uh, the electricity and distribution charge. It was a dollar eighty something. I think it was. My bill was uh, eighteen dollars and something last month. <laughs> so I mean that that's you know, and, and we had crappy weather. You know, if the sun comes but, out more, it'll probably be they'll owe me money, which I'm hoping to see, but I don't know if it'll happen. But Stan, uh, using solar is a very forward-thinking, progressive, energy-saving, Earth 
enjoying I, creation. I'm hoping it saves me money. Ah, okay. <laughs> there we go. I'm not sure it will because of the cost of the panels, but hey, time will tell what happens there. R-O-I. You know, with the electricity prices going up and all that, time will tell. <laughs> but, uh, you know, hey, hey, like I said, Mark, I have no problem with people driving the electric cars, putting the solar panels up and all that, but I don't expect it to, to deplete or uh, supplement the, the, you know, the uh, fossil fuels that actually drive the economy because it can't and now i i she what would she say from ppnl about the charging stations about they're going to let the free market determine who puts the, the you know the commercial ones out you know like the teslas and all that well really why did the government spend in their infrastructure what was it five billion dollars to put charging stations along the interstates every 50 miles or something like that if that's not free market that's the government Picking and choosing winners and losers. Yeah, but PPL has nothing to do with that. That's a you know a uh, a government initiative. You know, supposedly money saving in the long run. But uh, well, I understand that, Mark. All right, and, but that is that is another thing I have a problem with because the electricity companies are going to make money off of people charging their cars. Why wouldn't they? And this is my opinion. Put charging stations in because they're going to supply the power to them. And they're going to reap the rewards from them. That's the way I look at it. Right. Now, and also the manufacturers of the vehicles. GM makes an electric vehicle. Ford makes one. Tesla makes one. I think Nissan and probably a bunch of other ones. You got Kia and and Toyota and all of them. They all make electric cars. Why aren't they putting the charging stations in? Because it's to their benefit for to serve their customers. Uh, Toyota. It's not the government. Who was it? Toyota and Subaru just teamed up and on a new hybrid electric, primarily electric vehicle, and they are going to place charging stations at various locations. But the, it's a consortium. To well, that's, then that's a good thing. I have no problem with that. I think that's the way it should be. Mm-hmm. The government should not be involved with it. So I don't believe saying, there was ever any government involvement with building gas stations at the infants, infancy. Yeah. The infancy of the cars, when the cars were, you know, early in their, you know, the automobile. So did you're they, saying did the, the government uh, come in and say, hey, we're going to put a gas station here, there, and there. Stan, so you're saying the uh, the infrastructure bill that we passed in Washington that our great-great-grandchildren are going to pay for is full of waste <laughs> and overspending and ideas that uh, no, should have been debated? No, no, Mark, I would never say that. <laughs> okay. Oh, I do have a question about that, though. Biden is out touting that this year the, the government is on pace to pay one, uh, over a trillion dollars worth of the debt down. I heard How that. is that possible? That's, that's, I've seen that on, on Twitter and that on Joe Biden, his page, saying that. How is that possible when we spent, I don't know, how many trillion did we spend well, between they're gonna, uh, That's simple, programs. Stan. They're going to print another trillion dollars and just use it to pay down the debt. Yeah, <laughs> you wonder how they can do that. But the budget isn't balanced, but he does say there's more tax revenue coming in. So I guess they're still falling behind, but one of the payments they're making is on the national debt. So, yeah, it, 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 it is ironic. <laughs> Yeah, so it's so it's a numbers game. I understand it, but he—I I know Biden won't ever admit it. But the reason there is more tax revenue coming in is because of the Trump tax cuts. He'll never admit it. Oh, they work. But that in the is long the reason, run. right? 
Well, they haven't so, rescinded them. Well, the economy's booming. You can argue that tax, the Trump tax cuts helped it's not economic re- it's development. It's not booming. We're in the throes of a recession almost. That's why the Fed cut or boosted the interest rate yesterday, because they're afraid of inflation, and they're afraid that they might send the economy the, into a is depression. Is the economy booming or not? That's a very good question. I don't think it is. Okay. Well, no, I, think, I agree with Joe. Uh, okay. I, no, I, 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 that's news I to me. For, uh, yeah, not Eric. Uh, uh, Chris. Yes, abortion is murder, and the abortionist should be charged with murder, or at least manslaughter. And as far as the mother, eh, the states will have to determine how they uh, address that situation. Which yes. is how it's going to be if they do get rid of Roe v. Wade, which was bad law. And, Chris, why didn't the Democrats in the past four, 50 years codify Roe into law instead of a bad court decision? Because the courts cannot legislate from the bench, which is what they did with this, because it's not a law. Roe v. Wade was a court decision, not a law. They just use it as a law. Well, they extended the protection. That being said, that's Chris's answer. They extended the protection under the 14th Amendment. All right. We got yeah, a call okay. coming in, Stan. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Thanks, Dan. Right. Have a good one. Yep. You too. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our telephone number. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. You can email us at on the mark at wkok.com and text us at seven zero two three six. One of our listeners sends us a copy of the Fifth Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. Joe says no person shall be deprived of life, liberty, property without due process of law, nor private property taken for public without just compens for public use without just compensation. Well, okay, so liberty is the hat on to which the Roe v. Wade was hung, but what about using the life Well, I think the argument becomes whether or not... uh, And President Biden has referred to twice now as aborting a child. And that's not the language the Democrats use. They like to use the word fetus because that doesn't sound like it's going to turn into a human being. You see an old school Democrat. But he's now saying if we, if we believe that a an, a an unborn child is a person, then the Fifth Amendment to the Constitution would seem to apply. To the, in, in the life reference right. there. So, well, and I think he, he's using sort of outdated uh, references to that. But to a pro-life it person, without, it is a life, and to a pro-choice person, it's a it's a woman's privacy. You know, but it says without decision. due process of law. If granting an abortion is legal, then I would say there was due process of law. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We got two questions hanging out there. One, I thought the economy was booming, but I've been uh, corrected that that is not the case. This low unemployment and all the new companies that are coming to our area and the previously low interest rates they were utilizing, all these grants and things that you're seeing is uh, false information. So is the economy booming, yes or no? What's your view on that? And then the other question is, uh, in the Fifth Amendment, life or liberty, which applies to our abortion question? 1-800-795-9565. We'll be right back. I had to wait for that. All right. We got two calls on the line and one coming in, so we're going to get to the phones. All right. One of our good listeners sent us a note, though, upper right-hand corner. Real quick, Joe. Said, I was asked yesterday if any countries permitted over-the-counter birth control pills. Regular birth control pills are already available over-the-counter in many countries, including China, Greece, India, Turkey, Mexico, South Africa, Russia, and Korea. Right. You don't need, you shouldn't need a prescription. It was the premise of the discussion at that moment. That was her opinion. Bob, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in. 
Yeah, good morning. As far as Joe Biden goes, yeah, this is the first time in six years that the uh, Democrats are actually going to pay our national debt down because of how good our country is doing, thanks to Democrats. Tax revenue. job gains, increased total incomes, additional tax (laughs) revenues, they balance the, the sheet. If that's you know, the case, if I, God, if I can ask you... Thank God we have a Democrat. Bob, if I can ask you a question, if that's so, how come in the poll just released this morning, the president's approval rating on the economy is at 34%, while 65% disapprove of his handling well, of the Well, you're talking about apples and oranges, Joe. No, you're we're talk- talking yes, about... Yes, you're talking about the poll, which is opinions, and Bob is talking about facts, which are the numbers. But if people thought the economy was booming, if they were seeing positive impacts from these wonderful Democrats, don't you think his numbers would be higher. Okay, Joe, I'll give you an illustration you can understand. Outside, if you go out right now, it's 90 degrees, hazy, hot, and humid. It's a sunny, hot day. But if you look at our thermometer screen here, it says 53 and cloudy. Which is reality and which is opinion? Well, Which is reality and which is opinion? They're both reality. The reality of people's opinion is certainly a reality (laughs) no less than anything else. (laughs) Nice false cover. Okay, Not a false cover. Go ahead, Bob. (laughs) Republicans just don't like to hear good news. Well, you, um, you still, Mark, say, interrupt. I yesterday for my electricity. You know, my electricity was at $0.07, cent and uh, I shopped around yesterday. I actually found it for $0.10.5. Cents. But I went today and looked again at the same company, and they raised it to $0.11.49 cents overnight. A penny more increase. That's wrong. Well, Bob, you didn't answer my question, and I still like to pose it to you. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a what was the question? The question was, if Joe, if the economy is doing so well, why is it that Joe Biden's approval rating on the economy issue... Because they asked Republicans the question. Oh, okay, they only asked Republicans. I got it. Okay. And did you see where the Washington, <laughs> D.C. just settled a $750 thousand dollars for Trump's inaugurational lawsuit where his children profited over that. What? What's that yeah. got to do with the economy? They violated the D.C. profit for law during this, this uh, uh, when the uh, inauguration committee had. They reached a deal with Washington, D.C. to pay them $750. $750,000 to shut up over the lawsuit. <laughs> To shut, shut up over shut the lawsuit. Up. What they does have a, that mean? A much more delicate wording of it, I'm sure, of that. Okay. What, what does that right. even well, mean? I'm just speaking fast because I only have so much time. Right, you're almost out of time. All right, we got you, Bob. Thank you so much for calling Thanks, in. Thanks, Bob. Really, hey, if you can, pay your bills off before you have to pay interest. Have a good day. Oh, sound advice. Okay. All right, appreciate that. Uh, Steve from Watsontown, PA. Good morning, sir. You're on the mark. Hey, I have a uh, comment or observation about abortion that I'm sure nobody's ever said in public before. I'm a Republican. I would never want some woman who I impregnated to have an abortion. Absolutely opposed to it, okay? But Republicans are so stupid. Why do they want to prevent Democrats, especially black people who are you have thousands, maybe millions of abortions from having abortions to increase the number of those voters. Does that make any sense at all? So that in 30 or 40 years, if nobody has an abortion, it'll mostly be Democrats who are being born and voting, you know, every Republican out of office in the whole country. Does that make any sense at all for Republicans to be anti-abortion 
and getting lots and lots of Democrats elected. Have you ever heard anybody observe something like that before? That's pretty uh, untouchable. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, people yeah. say, you know, the Democrats are letting uh, more illegal immigrants into the country so that they'll become future Democratic voters. I guess this is the long-term plan to get more Democratic voters, you know, more babies born, and uh, so they'll be Democrats, I guess. I don't, I don't know. Right. But Republicans are the ones who are going to be causing, you know, the... Right. Yes, if they if they outlaw abortion, whereas it's Democrats who are causing the illegal immigrant voter increase. So. I think this is one so, of the things that we layer on top of the abortion discussion, so that we don't have an abortion discussion. You know, is it a woman's right to choose? Is it a private opportunity? Is it her right to privacy? Is it a moral issue that she has to discuss and do on her own, and that the U.S. government or Washington or Harrisburg can't legislate that a woman has to decide? That's the bottom line. You know, is it the taking of a life or not? Those are the real issues. Layered on top of that, you can come up with any racial oh, disparity I, I or anything. I absolutely agree it's the taking of a life. And personally, like I said, if a woman that I impregnated had an abortion, I would consider that being a murder. I would consider her committing murder. All right. But Republicans are so stupid to think that if they outlaw abortions everywhere in every state, that somehow that... It, it, since it's almost, you know, I have no idea what the statistics are, but I'm sure a vast majority of abortions are from are by women who are Democrats, <laughs> who are vote for who vote for all this Democrat lunacy. So, you know, so that's what the Republicans who are so-called pro-life are doing is guaranteeing that, that 30, 40, 50 years from now, we're probably a, a, a die-hard socialist, maybe even communist. <laughs> so, wow. yeah, that's okay. where All right. Thank you so much, Steve. Thanks. Okay. Thanks for calling okay. in. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. One of our listeners who is responding to the fact that Bob called in and talked about uh, the U.S. is paying down the national debt in some microscopically incremental way said this. Bob, the narrative about paying down the debt is smoke and mirrors. The only reason Fed tax receipts are up is because of the Trump tax cuts. Right, and the subsequent economic growth that they brought to the U.S. because the economy's booming, says Lawrence. <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, right. It's, <laughs> that's Joe. No, that's right. That's your opinion. All right. Eric, uh, you get 60 seconds. Okay. In response to Stan, um, I put this up to everyone. If your wife or daughter was raped and became pregnant, would you sit by and make them and watch them uh, relive that trauma for the nine months and force them to have that child. If this was your wife or your daughter, would you do that in your heart of hearts? And I cannot believe anyone, if it personally affected them that rate, would allow that to happen. If, if that, that, that um, pregnancy was a result of rape. And what that previous gentleman just called about how many people he impregnated, I don't want to go, go into that whole fact. But that's a thought we need to have. And Roe versus Wade, does protect that right, while that the Texas law and I believe the Oklahoma law both do not have any uh, allowance for rape, incest, or other illegal activity. If the one's pregnant, you got to have the baby, and that is a violation of rights. 
All right. Seems okay. pretty clear. All right. Thank you, Eric. I, I don't think okay. our previous caller said he had impregnated women. I think no, he, he said, said if, if he did. But here's here's some info. The, the survey that our friend Bob says was all Republicans was conducted by CNBC, which is not exactly Republican friendly. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're right leaning. President Joe Biden's approval rating slid to a new low of 38 percent, according to CNBC's All-American Survey. His approval rating on the economy dropped for a fourth consecutive survey. As inflation rises, 47 percent of participants say the economy is poor, the highest number in that category since 2012. Americans harbor some of the most downbeat views on the economy since the recovery from the Great Recession, and some of their attitudes are in line with those seen only during recessions, according to the latest CNBC All-American poll. Right, and, and that's 100% accurate, and CBS's poll showed basically the same thing. But, Joe, why is it that confidence is the exact, all of a sudden in your brain, Confidence is the exact same thing as empirical data related to the economy. Mark, it's just two different about, things. No, stop and reason it out for a minute. Okay. If I have I'm a neg- if I have a negative feeling about the economy, yep. what am I going to do about that? Am I going to stop spending? Save am I going money. To, I'm going stop to start spending. taking actions that slow down the economy because I'm going to try to protect what I've got. So if the majority of Americans feel that the economy is poor, the implications of that are pretty dire. Okay, well that's fine. So what you're saying is that. Because because of this, people have stopped spending. But retail sales are up. Uh, I didn't say that would be all they do. Is, is up. Unemployment is low. I'm just saying that the economy is booming. I think you can empirically show this. You seem to say that we are already in a recession, and the data just doesn't show that. No, now, I didn't say we're already is, there. We're headed there. Confidence is at a low. Well, there's no argument there. I think President Biden, I think the only thing he does well in is, in terms of is handling the pandemic. Everything else, he's in the basement in terms of ratings. But I just think that if you pick up a poll from CSN or CNBC, it's not fact. It's just an opinion. And it, granted, opinions have impact, as we talked about when it comes to inflation or gasoline prices. So we shouldn't but do it polls? doesn't affect the... And tomorrow, we're going to have the Chamber of Commerce in here for Financial Friday, and they are going to talk about this. Joe, make sure you're seated. The booming economy, in low unemployment, area. and the in growth this, of this businesses area. around here, in and the number area. of companies coming here that want to have more workers. Area. But that's not the country as a whole. This I poll wasn't you. focused on central Pennsylvania. It was the all-American poll. It was focused on the entire country. It's just us. Not everybody's you. doing as well as we are. Okay, I got you, Joe. <laughs> All right, so you think that that's you're paddling out to your little no, island? No, I'm not. There. I'm just telling you that not er- that this area uh, it does oh have gosh. some f- very positives. All right, and okay. why is that? Because of things like the Central Susquehanna Valley Thruway project. It's going to be a big economic boom for this area. Not everybody hey, has good that. Again. <laughs> Go ahead, Bob. I just wanted to know what what policies Trump had in. Uh, when he left office, that made our country do do as well as it's doing now. His tax cuts, which Biden railed about but didn't well, change. Well, if you're taking taxes away from money, how is the country making money? People use their money to invest and buy things. Did Joe Biden cut back on President Trump's tax cuts? He said they were bad, but he didn't cut back on them. Why not? Well, yeah. he's going after the 1%. How's he doing that? What has he done? What has the 1% suffered since Biden took office? 
What are the tangible things President Trump did? I, I think you could say the tax cuts helped working class people. He brought, people tried to, to bring American bit, uh, manufacturing back to this country. He's put America first with respect to regulations and rules to make it easier for people to do business. We've identified the poorest border as being inflationary in a number of, in a number of direct correlations. So right. I think that is a factor. I think you can come up with about six things that President Trump did that, that, that helped the that. economy. A lot well, more than I'm, that. I'm just saying empirically proved that these are policy decisions and subsequent reactions. I think you can layer on, like you're saying, a hundred other opinions. But if you want to talk about facts, I think you can say that President Trump had a better handle on the economy, certainly better results. But President Trump didn't stop the American Rescue Plan from going through and pumping all this money into the economy, which is feeding the inflation. So he didn't stop that, nor did President well, Biden. Well, he started it. At first, it was a bipartisan agreement that we needed that first stimulus check to get the economy, keep the economy from totally tanking. Right, and the rest was gravy. And the rest was gravy. After that, there was not consensus over spending all that money. Biden and now did. you have rampant inflation. And President Biden can call it the Putin price hike all he wants to. <laughs> but the simple fact is that his spending, his profligate spending, is what's causing inflation. And until he's willing to cut that back and stop funding all these wild, demo, liberal, wild liberal propositions, we're not going to get anywhere. Okay, Joe's out on a conservative island right now. If you'd like to telegraph him, call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarketwkok.com and text us at 70236. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake, a service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area. That's Sunbury Motors, where you get selection, knowledgeable salespeople, and prices that fit your budget, and more important, that friend you can trust. Welcome to Sunbury Motors, Kia, Ford, and Hyundai. You could chop other dealers and compare prices, but at Sunbury Motors, you get their lowest price promise. They research the current used vehicle market and guarantee their used car prices are the lowest. If you find a lower price, Sunbury Motors will beat it. Three dealers, all in one. See their full, new, and pre-owned inventory at sunburymotors.com. Pick out a vehicle you like and schedule your test drive online. Follow them on Facebook. Sunbury Motors Ford and Hyundai, North 4th Street, Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. you got to pick a, the, just the right song for me to know what the song is before they start. So thank you. Nicely done. All right, Joe, keep reading. All right. One of our emailers says, Anyone sees an update on the horrible funding of programs which are killing animals because of using them for laboratory studies? An example is the beagles having their heads confined in a box while bugs eat their heads. Oh, boy. Disgusting and worthless spending by the Biden administration. Yeah, I think we talked about this last year. Yeah, it, it's, I haven't heard any more about it since then I can't imagine that people would have accepted it. I would suspect that the government probably had to stop it, but I hope they did. Uh, and then one of our uh, our listeners poses an interesting question. He says, does God breathe a soul into a fetus at the moment of conception, or does he wait until it develops for a period of time? Depends on one's belief. 
Right. To answer that question, you would really have an you would really have something. And then another email that just arrived from our friend Tom. He says Joe and his wife and all other complainers should send their checks back. Problem solved. <laughs> How do you know he didn't? Yeah, <laughs> maybe he did send it back. Upper right hand. You don't corner, know what Joe. I did with it. Okay. Uh, let's see. Many. Whoops. You cut it off Sorry. there. Many anti-abortion zealots blithely say about unwanted pregnancies, "Quote: Have the child and put it up for adoption." Unquote. The statewide adoption and permanency network reports that approximately 2,500 Pennsylvania children are waiting for adoption. Approximately 13 to 15,000 PA children are currently in foster care and part of the child welfare system. Between 400 and 500,000 children in the U.S. are in foster care each year. Where are all these adoptive parents? No, it's but they're missing a point. No. The, the point Where is, where are all these adoptive let parents? Let me answer the question. Talking about. Let me answer the question. Okay. There is no shortage of people willing to adopt infants. But when children get to be a little older, if they're in the system or they wound up in foster care and they become eligible for adoption, that's where the problem lies. Right, they're damaged goods and parents don't want them. They're not damaged goods. They're just not that many people who want to, unfortunately, and I think it is terribly unfortunate, that not that many people want to take a troubled kid out of the system. And maybe they should, but they don't. Lower right-hand corner. All right, uh, Bob, more economic activity means more money and more jobs. More people paying taxes, it, it equals higher tax receipts works every time it's tried. All right, That's well, true. I wanted to tell you about it. I went to sunburymotors.com and I did order Joe a brand new Ford. You said that, but you didn't. F- you didn't really do it. Didn't double did. <laughs> F-150 Lightning. This is going to be a luxury truck. Now, this is going to cost us about $75,000 here at the Who's station. Who's paying it? Oh, the station's paying it? Front right. office is oh, paying, right. paying it. Yep, the salespeople are doing their thing, right, to bring in some extra revenue right now. Uh, but this is uh, all leather on the inside, two rows of seats, plus an eight-foot bed. So if you ever decide to go boating again, or get a kayak, you can put it in the back easily, or all the grandkids will fit back there quite comfortably. And Could uh, I tow it? My boat was 24 feet long. It has that silver, slate gray, bluish exterior and black interior. It has a moon roof that covers about half of the roof overhead. Of course, it is, as you would imagine, four-wheel drive, and it has an eco mode, so you'll be able to hit 27 miles, to the equivalent of 27 miles to the gallon on the highway. Of course, it's all electric, so you'll be getting 100 miles to the gallon, but it has a sport mode, too, where it uses all four wheels to accelerate. Are you ready for this? F-150 truck, 0 to 60, 7.5 seconds. I knew you'd (laughs) like that. We're speaking his language. Yeah, Joe likes to accelerate fast and go fast, so he's going to be happy in this truck. And it is 100% electric. As my grandfather used to say, if you ain't going my way, get out of my way. (laughs) I I got that. Okay. I love that. And you go nine miles miles over the speed limit. What's your little phrase for that? Nine, you're fine. Ten, you're mine. I got you. Okay, you remember. Yeah, mine because he's a reference. That's what a policeman would say. He heads the police department. All right, sunburymotors.com. They'll hook you up with a perfect F-150 Lightning. Short wait period, less than two months now. So uh, sign up, sunburymotors.com. See you Monday, man. Enjoy your retirement lengthened, lengthened weekend. Any I will. Big, any big plans? Mother's Day Sunday. Oh, yeah. We you have gotta, to celebrate our mothers. God observe. bless them all. Thank you, thank you for our mothers. Raise up them women. Tomorrow, Financial Friday, we'll be talking about broadband and the so-called booming economy. We're going to get some facts about that tomorrow. This is News Radio 1070 WK. Okay, Sunbury.